0: Uh, Thanks for doing this. That's awesome.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for wanting to do this. Yeah, it's it's a needed. It's needed (laughs) for my followers and for everyone. Yeah. I was going to ask you, you just kind of mentioned standing all day as being like healthier and just better for your job. But you also have mentioned before that you don't wear winter clothes and that has health benefits, too, right? Yeah, I'm going on.
0: This is my fourth winter and What's the guy's name? Uh, Wim Hof wrote a book. W-I-M-H-O-F. Are you familiar with that name?
1: No, no.
0: He was on Gavin McGinnis. My son and I used to listen to Gavin quite a bit before, you know, before I discovered Owen. And uh, he went, he was, um, Gavin just reviewed the book and had him on there. And he had conditioned himself to go into the cold. He had this whole theory that, that, uh, being too warm all the time doesn't really like activate your your immune system properly. He was talking about it you know just the physiology of being cold actually activates a lot of your vitality functions and he conditioned himself to be able to climb some crazy mountain in the Himalayas or something. It took him like six months to get conditioned but I guess he did some mountain climbing with barely any clothes which defies you know people's conventional
1: thinking about it but yeah that well, makes sense because it, it seems like like your blood would flow more you know and like your immune system would be more active like things in your body would just be more active if it's on alert like that or being pushed right so
0: it it, it just sparked and I didn't even remember the name Wim Hof until recently somebody in the Legion chat actually pointed out that that was the guy that was on Gavin but I just took it on I just tried it out and I basically haven't worn a jacket they just all sit in my my closets and i have i i have um cheated and worn two shirts and one is like a heavy outer shirt it was 13 degrees um and amanda were here in january and we went for a hike up at the base of the sandia mountains and the ambient temperature was 13 but with the wind chill it was below zero Lovely. And I had two shirts on, and I did have a, a knitted hat, which I normally don't even wear a hat in the winter. I barely rarely, rarely, rarely wear gloves. We took a little walk, and we were probably out of the car for maybe 15 minutes, and everybody was like, okay, are you guys ready to be done? And we all just looked <laughs> at each other and go, yeah. And there's a photo on my Instagram of that day. We looked pretty frigid. It was, it was actually Valentine's Day of this year. So there have been some extreme circumstances. The other one, I was outside for about five hours at the Schofield Reservoir Fair Meetup in January of this year, and I just wore two shirts, and I think I just had, like, a baseball cap on. So I was outside. It was about 17, and, you know, we were on the lake for part of the time. So you're standing in regular shoes, not a bunch of socks. I was just standing on the lake, and I was outside for about five hours, and I didn't, didn't really get cold.
1: Wow, yeah.
0: But there, you know, in Albuquerque, I'm kind of cheating in a way. I mean, I don't, I don't want people to think that if I lived in Michigan or, you know, North Dakota <laughs> that I would.
1: Like, I live in Alaska. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm I try to now, use now, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> right. I try to use those
0: extreme examples to say that I have tried it. I, you know, I haven't really conditioned myself because in Albuquerque, we go down in the, you know, in the 20s, 30s at night and, you know, by midday, we're. Usually up to 45 or 50 on most winter days, so it's a pretty temperate climate here in Albuquerque. So it's not it's not like I'm I'm a really good example, but
1: the last thing I'll say about
0: it is I have been healthier for the last four winters than ever in my life. I just yeah. I don't get colds. I don't. And sometimes I'll just get a little bit of that mucus thing that it comes and it comes and goes like nothing. Uh, i don't get sore throats i am i have been asthmatic most of my life that's just that's just part of my my lung situation but overall i haven't had anything that people would call like a flu or a cold or a, a sore throat or or even like cough none of it since i stopped wearing a jacket
1: that's awesome yeah I've been it's, trying it's crazy
0: because i it's crazy because i sound like you know it you, it's i'm just I'm just one person. I'm one example, but I sound like like a crazy person saying
1: it. It but... <laughs> makes sense, and like when you, when you were telling me about that in the group, um, I've kind of been trying to implement that because my job is working outside like ten hours a day, but yeah. I'm still not like there yet. Like I'm not in a short slur- short sleeve T-shirt, but I'm trying to do like as minimal of layers as possible. You know. Well, I just I
0: just took it on. I just basically wear a T-shirt all year and. I get a lot of comments in stores, you know, and I like, I'm a, you can tell I'm an outgoing person. I think you and I are are pretty (laughs) similar in that way. You know, I love it when people say to me, you know, like outside or in stores, like, where's your jacket? And, you know, I I don't wear one. And usually we all let it go at that. But if somebody shows any kind of interest, they'll say, yeah, I haven't worn one for X number of years. It's really healthy. And sometimes they'll have time for a more extended conversation, but. I hope nobody takes my advice and then freezes yeah. you know, somewhere.
1: <laughs> not a medical expert. Not. A med- That's right. <laughs> this a is not only. Yeah. <laughs> this is not legal
0: advice. I'm not giving <laughs> investment advice. <laughs> yeah.
1: We had another quick question before we like really get into the point. Um, what's up with Albuquerque? Is it is it haunted or not? Uh, we have <laughs> so I've heard Owen say I, that. I've well, heard other people say that too, like not associated with bears at all. They're just like, Man, Albuquerque's weird and creepy. <laughs> did you did you see the video that
0: he made? What's up with Albuquerque?
1: I think I've seen a clip of it, like the from the documentary only, special thing he was he made or shot. Yeah, it's
0: it's really only a minute and a half long. I'll try to dig it up. Oh, okay, and man. I think point, I've seen you that. I think it. I saw
1: like a minute yeah. of it, yeah.
0: It's pretty short and I was at his Albuquerque show. I don't know if you heard. I heard I was, you know, I saw him the night before they made that video. So I, I was around for all of that. And I'm fairly familiar with the kind of house that they rented downtown. There was another longer video where they talked about how their bed and breakfast was um, was haunted. And Nimmer was in that video. It's still it's probably still out there somewhere. But um, everything they talked about is it is around here. My folklore goes back to, you know, 100 miles north of here because my family was in northern New Mexico, and there's a lot of tradition about witches, and they called them brujas. And the, the Christian so that there was a whole... One of my neighbors who was in his 70s, in, in the 1970s, he probably was born around 1900, he talked about seeing a witch flying in the sky on a broom wow. over the Chama River. <laughs> um, there were... People had these people had these superstitions. My best friend Bobby, who was the first drummer in in my first band, he was supposedly the reincarnated uh, version of his own uncle. Um, He was born in 1959, and a year or two earlier, his uncle had, who he never met, of course, because he wasn't alive. A year or two earlier, his uncle died with three other people coming back from a dance in Tierra Amarillo, New Mexico, going back to the Abiquiu area, they went off a bridge and all four people died. And all of Bobby's older relatives called him his uncle's name, and they swore he looked just like him and that he embodied the spirit of his uncle. So there was this whole belief that he really was his reincarnated uncle. And the timeline, of course, fit. So there was a lot of credence given to that. There were tons of stories like that. The other thing about northern New Mexico that's, kind of funny and i don't know how much it relates to what owen was picking up on or you know albuquerque itself is just weird but um <laughs> in, in a lot of the rural northern new mexico towns they have uh, an offshoot of christianity called the penitente tradition have you heard of that
1: no penitente is what you said
0: Pe- yes penitente and no. uh they have a church called the morado um and they supposedly some of the sects of what happens a lot of times in missionary life is they'll embrace the uh, the the infused christianity but they'll kind of mix it with their previous beliefs or they'll kind of get it a little bit wrong and what the penitentes did and this goes back to the 1600s or, or even further they actually supposedly there were certain sects that did human sacrifice in mimicking uh, the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Um, so in all the small New Mexico towns that have a penitente sect, there's also like a real traditional Catholic, and so usually there's a big um, spiritual war between those two. I can recall um, most of my friends were just traditional Catholic and they would tell you to stay away. You know, like they'd tell you in hushed tones, don't talk to Virgil. He's, he's one of them. He's a, he's a <laughs> Um Like gangs. <laughs> yeah. And, but, the, but it is a beautiful tradition. And I think a lot of them probably either never did the human sacrifice thing or they, or they may have uh, ad- abandoned it years ago, but they have this wonderful tradition of, Preserving the churches, the Morado, the Morados, and the one above Abiquiú, where I lived for as a teenager, it was just a beautiful building from the outside. There's actually a documentary on the upkeep of it, and they don't use any modern materials, so they have to go and re-plaster it almost every year because the, the rain will just erode it into the ground. So <laughs> to prevent the thing from melting, it's a adobe made out of adobe. You know, it's made out of the earth with wooden. You know, wooden. it goes back to the 1500s or 1600s. Um, they have to go and put a new exterior coat of mud on it every year. And it's a very specific formula. It's, you know, If you say mud, that's kind of demeaning it. It's a very sacred tradition about what goes into it, including sheep's blood, which fortifies it, uh, and, and okay. a certain amount of straw. It's, it's, very, it's a very specific recipe. Um, and there's a documentary about it. I'll try to dig that up, too. And one of the guys that uh, is in the documentary, or so, several of the people in the documentary are people that I went to school with and, and they were the ones I was told to stay away from.
1: <laughs> no, Mom, I will not. There's, you know, there's the, there's, the,
0: there's the tradition that comes from, I don't know, Mexico, you know, the Dia de la Muerte, the, the Day of the Dead, where they have parades and they honor their, their ancestors. And that's a nice tradition, but it has a lot of skulls, so people think that's creepy if they don't really know what's going on. So there are, there are a lot of odd traditions that people could be freaked out by if they don't, you know, look into them. If you just came to Albuquerque and saw a few things, you'd probably think things were kind of strange.
1: <laughs> yeah, you don't understand it's actually like beautiful. It just looks different or strange on the outside.
0: The thing that was amazing, you know, Owen was definitely picking up on something. There was probably something pretty creepy about the house they stayed in. They showed some of the pictures on the wall. The lady that rented them the house is probably one of our typical new age, you know, crystal (laughs) worshiping goddess types.
1: Uh, And we've got, you know,
0: we've got more than our fair share of them. Um, You know, we had a big influx of hippies in the early 70s when there was that back to nature movement from Haight-Ashbury and other metropolitan areas a lot of them fled to New Mexico when we first got here in 70 I was 10 and there were tons of hippies that had come and populated northern New Mexico and a lot of them had school buses in the yard because they they first you know like got a school bus so this whole thing that's happening now I feel like I'm on on my second second round. and (laughs) some of those people you know assimilated into normal society some of them stayed hippies, but then, you know, there was, you know, waves and waves, you know, every decade there'd be, you know, thousands more people coming to New Mexico to seek this high desert, you know, spirituality, blah, 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 you know.
1: Yeah. When the chat, someone said, even Bugs Bunny says it strains." <laughs> says That's <it's> right. Strange.
0: <laughs> and then there uh, is peanut, a
1: peanut bear who's in the legions uh, uh, asks, have yeah. you ever been to hey, peanut... Teos?
0: Is it? Taos, Taos, yeah. Taos Taos is also very interesting. There's something called the Taos Hum, and there's supposedly some kind of a vibration that's coming out of the ground that people can't identify. And there's a lot of conjecture that the government is doing an experiment there. Other people are saying it's some kind of cosmic uh, center point for some kind of vibrational thing. Um, there's the, there's Rio Grande Gorge, um, everywhere that there are Indian Pueblos, there's, there are all those traditions too. So we are rife with a lot of spirits. If you believe in that sort of thing, I kind of, I kind of take it, uh, half seriously, I guess you'd say. Yeah.
1: Like open That's to cool. it, but not, you know, <laughs> I, <laughs> just believe in everything that, that feels right or seems right or whatever. Yeah. and it By being, I, and I endorse
0: it if the person that I'm talking to believes in it because I don't I want everybody to feel comfortable with who they are if they're around me. Yeah. I believe that I believe that Jesus Christ and God are the are the spirits that that we owe our lives to and I hope that I would inspire people to uh, adopt my belief uh, just by me leading by example, not by me trying to. Uh, shame. I mean, I think the best way we can inspire people is by living a life that makes them uh, wonder why we're so at peace and why we're so happy. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. One of the things that, uh, sorry, I keep uh, running over you there. No,
1: no, feel free. One of the, (laughs) one of the things, (laughs) well, there's so,
0: this is, your questions just lead up so many roads. It's is awesome. one of the things that you that I've noticed and this is and of course I'm gonna admit right up front I'm biased but one of the things I've noticed about a lot of these I've been around these new age people for decades, you know, going back to even before we moved to New Mexico, I was from Wisconsin. And there's something that I see in common with nearly all of them and that is this scared look in their eye. They they look like they you know, the people who worship these you know these alternative spirituality sources whatever they are crystals uh, spirits goddess you know empowering yourself all those all those methodologies they almost all have this look like they haven't found it like they're just perpetually seeking you know the look I'm talking about
1: yeah Yeah, absolutely seekers who haven't found they're still seeking yeah
0: yeah they and they look nervous and scared and the people like you uh i look at your face and i you can just you just radiate this um this peaceful countenance i don't know how else to say it you look like you're happy and everything is a little (laughs) bit funny you look you look like you've you're finding the humor in life and the access to that and i see it in so many bears at so many meetups The access to that is just giving over our fear to god because god tells us to do that
1: absolutely it it, it comes in surrender like right in a weird paradoxical thing it's like humbling yourself and surrendering to god and instead of like trying to be your own master in the here and now you being in charge here and now it's like when you surrender yourself to the true authority it's just peace. <laughs> yeah, like your heart right. finds peace. It finds rest. It finds love. It finds truth. Like, And yeah, I think some people do seek, but they're seeking for themselves. Like they're seeking for their own power or their own knowledge or their own pleasures. They're not seeking to truly find what's good. You know, the good, true, beautiful out there. Right. Um, yeah. Well, I, I could even say... In... God, find God. And those who seek, you know, earthly... <laughs> they're gonna find the the bad they're gonna find the evil and i mean that's kind of what you're saying is like the, like the yeah. spiritual thing i mean we are in a spiritual war right it's just a matter yeah. of are you on good or bad are you encountering spirits that are good or are you encountering spirits that are bad um, right and yeah like people like us you know <laughs> clearly on the side of good <laughs> well it just i mean
0: Again I, I I prefaced what I said by saying I'm biased I'm looking for it to show up that way but I think I think I think I know what I think I'm seeing some truth in what I'm seeing I used to laugh about it even in the 90s I've, I've been kind of a conservative for a long time but I didn't come around to being against abortion till really after just getting into Owen um, there Owen kind of brought me across the finish line I was like I was on the 10-yard line, and I just hadn't hadn't made a (laughs) touchdown yet, Um, but I used to make make a joke. Um, In the 90s, I would go into, it used to be called um, Wild Oats, which later became um, uh, Sprouts or Whole Foods or whatever. Well, Whole Foods and Wild Oats were the two big competitors, and these women would go around. They'd be these divorced uh, women in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s they'd be going around in their shopping cart and they would just be afraid to look at people. They were just so like damaged <laughs> by life. And I would just, I'd walk through the store and I would just try to beam at everybody and see if I could get anybody to smile, you know, like they're just, yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't uh, a, a reborn Christian at the time. I, you know, I, it's, it's been late in life that I've come back to, to my Christianity, but I still had that exuberance where I, I just wanted to dare people to have a good time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I'll say, go ahead. No, I mean, that, so post post being reborn, have you noticed that 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 happens? Oh yeah. Well, and, and you're it's, saying like you, you try know, to just be the example, right? And like, can, yeah. can you see that happen. Like you'll just be like minding your own business in a grocery store, and all of a sudden people will just like start smiling. You'll notice them change around oh, yeah you, or you know, in conversation with people, like. Yeah, I want to come back to that, but I have to say
0: one more yeah. thing about your, your countenance because there's even been a progress. You look even more relaxed and happy than you did two years ago. I've <laughs> known you for at least two years. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's, it's noticeable. It's, it's <laughs> like you could scientifically study what the face did. Owen has done the same thing but even cuz we've got a longer timeline. If you look at his videos from 2018, he looks scared. He looks mad and he looks scared in his videos. I don't know if you've gone, have you gone back and looked at any, any of his older
1: stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's it's a I think 2019 nut- is when that changed. Yeah. And that was right about when he started well, getting been- sober and kind of making a lot of those changes and yeah
0: well he went through all those trials by fire and every time he comes out victorious realizing that any of these things that happened didn't didn't actually take him down they made him stronger he now has this look of peace and relaxation i sound like a cult member following a cult leader and i don't really <laughs> care but i mean
1: the culture he's
0: yeah. a he would be he would be a perfect example to show what happens when you take on the challenges God gives us and come out on the side of, of choosing God. Yeah. Just just by his face. You can just see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um I wanted to get back to that that other oh, I lost it. That's that's cool. I was trying to keep two tracks going at once. <laughs> yeah, that's hard to do.
1: Two feet and two that was... puddles that are growing <laughs> farther away from each other.
0: That was that was such a good point that it knocked the other one out. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah, oh,
1: questions here. Main the main the main meat of the topic at hand is uh, the Legion of Bears. Yes. And I just wanted to open up by just asking you and letting you explain what is the Legion of Bears.
0: Ooh, I should have I should have prepped for that. <laughs> it uh it is it was started by Legionnaire Bear in middle of twenty 20- Uh, 20 shortly after Bertaria was kind of born and I recall the original document I've been trying to find it but it was in support of Bertaria and it was a legion of men who wanted to further themselves in their biblical study and spirituality and their personal strength and um, being better fathers, better family men, uh, and all of that through rigid discipline and doing it in a group, a brotherhood that we all lift each other up by holding each other accountable and having a system in place whereby we we all check in every day and we adhere to these to these fairly strict rules and principles that that we believe in. Yeah, awesome. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, who, who is in it and who should join if they're not in it?
0: Well, I, I Don't know any actual numbers. I'm on my I'm about to start my fifth challenge. I, I sat some out I didn't do the first one. I think I did the second one uh, Steadfast bear is the commander. He took over from Legionnaire uh, I think in March of this year and Legionnaire was great. He was a great originator I think Steadfast has actually taken it to another level, uh, having been in, in challenges under both, over each one of them having been leaders at, at, in some of them that I've been in. And I think that's also just in in the evolution of, of how it just keeps getting better and better the longer we do it. Uh, yeah. Who should be in it? I don't, So there have been... I know. I think at least 200 guys have done it. Uh, we have 106 members in the general chat in Telegram. Uh, for those who ha- who um, need the background, we do the we actually do the check-ins and the communications on various Telegram groups, and it has to be more than one because it gets too confusing if you have too much side conversation going on. So there, the the main chat for the division that you're in is its own group so that you can check in and have your have your leaders um, you know do your check off and make sure you because we do we do actually keep records of of everybody keeping their keeping their schedule Uh, but then there are the side groups that there's a lifting challenge that Gretard does he's he's a coach for lifting and he does a really good job uh, there are the general chat is kind of where all the general conversation happens. So it seems like it would be a little complicated, but once you get in there, you you kind of feel your way around the various groups, and that's where we keep track of it. We have 106 members, last I checked, in the general chats, and I think it would be a, a pretty good guess to say that at least 200 have done a 30-day challenge. Um, who should do it? Uh, anybody, any man. Unfortunately, women. I mean, maybe they can go start their own, but uh, this is for men. <laughs> Nga. Uh, you don't. You don't necessarily have to be a bear. I, I don't know the actual rule about that, but I think we have had some people come in that weren't technically bears. Uh, as long as you read the document and feel like the challenge is something that you can do physically, some some people just aren't quite healthy enough to take it on, and we do make some. We do make some slight exceptions for people who have extraordinary circumstances. I won't go into any details, but you don't have to, you can actually like petition to ha- have some special exemptions if you have some uh, things you need to do that are a little different from the standard for the workout. But most people are expected to do what's, what's required in the physical challenges. Um, so anybody that wants to further themselves in their spirituality, uh, anybody that wants to become a better father, anybody that wants to look toward the future and in building a society that gets us to a more godly set of morals. We're working actively in our inquiries in becoming the kind of men we need to be to build a future that we're going to live into and so this is very related to who we are as fathers and what kind of values we're going to instill in our children. You know, my sons are 32 yeah. and 34. So that, that ship has left the Harbor for me. But, you know, <laughs> I, I like to think, and some people have told me that, I, that I bring some perspective that somebody that 61 would have that, that um, that's been through it. You know, I wasn't yeah. a great father. I was, a I was a boomer father. I was a divorced father and, I would like to think that a lot of guys could learn from my mistakes as well. So a lot of my advice yeah. comes from don't do what I did. <laughs> and, and I'll also... Which is
1: valuable, It's still valuable, yeah.
0: Right. And I'll also, you know, wrap it up to say that fortunately my sons forgave me. And it's been decades since we've had... You know, we're, we're decades beyond the damage that I did. And that's the other good lesson. If If you have made a mistake as a father or made mistakes as a father you're redeemable God tells us we're redeemable absolutely and the access the access to that is to own what you did um, ask for forgiveness and and then recreate yourself in a way that that moves forward with that positivity and with that moral base and and generosity and my my relationship with my sons is just incredible that's amazing yeah
1: yeah that is and that's just that is so crucial about everything about the truth about like Christianity is that it's a redemption story it's you once were lost and now you're found and you don't linger on that fact that you were living in darkness and you messed up and you made mistakes and whatever bad stuff happened and yeah it's your fault or maybe it's not or whatever but the point is now you have a chance to overcome and enter into a new life and so are you going to do it (laughs) and when you do it are you going to make the most of it and that's so crucial like it can happen you know i'm 30 years old i'm so blessed that that happened now and not right you, know, like you were saying it happens in an older age but at some point like it happened and now move right. forward and now keep going and keep going until your eternity you know that lays before well me. you can you can choose it at any age and that's right yeah that's never too late i mean until it's, it's too late too, until, <laughs> until yeah, your life is over you know it's like as when but when you're living here it's it's never too late
0: yeah, and it's never too early. So it's it's yeah. awesome that so many bears are raising their children yeah. with, with such good foundations, too. Now, you just completed your first 30-day challenge. So I, I'm yeah. very curious what you, what you have to say about it.
1: Yeah, it was amazing. I did November. Um, I was originally going to do June, but my job over the summer was just kind of getting in the way of it, which that could just be excuse-making, too. When I'm looking back, it's like I could have really just – Pushed forward and done it but well it isn't you know that now number. but you right
0: <laughs> now that you've done it you realize that one of the things we say about and this this goes through a lot of fitness programs or you know there are many many um, self improvement disciplines that will say this and it's not a cliche it's actually true getting up at 5 a.m. every day and having like a, a, a strict exercise routine and a, and a biblical you know, Bible reading routine Having those routines every day, it actually doesn't take time. It gives you energy. It yeah. sounds it sounds too good to be true, but every time I do a challenge, I've found that to be true. So I, I think you're, I think what that was your way of saying you could have done it, but you didn't know that it was going to give you as much as it did.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I thought it was going to be a burden, you know, and it ended up not being that at all. <laughs> yep. I mean, yep. yeah, just. Most of the things I've have ju- just done over the last few years, you know, like I don't I don't squirt, I don't do any of that. You know, I'm celibate. Like I've completely, been completely sober now for two and a half years. You know, my jobs have required me all summer, like all this past year, to wake up at like five in the morning, anyways. So a lot of the yep. stuff was almost like, yeah, I mean, it's not even a challenge for me. Like I do this by default. But then some of all the right. things were, I mean, really making sure that you you are in the word, you're in at least two chapters every single day. I mean, there's right. days where I kind of am like, eh, I'm too busy. And, you know, I've been listening to podcasts all day. I, like I listen to four sermons, so I don't need to read my Bible tonight, you know. But that extra, like, you don't have a choice. Like you're doing it <laughs> and you're recording it and other men out there are keeping you accountable. That was right. actually awesome. I mean, that was so much better, like spiritually. And then the, right. the you know, OMAD, the one meal a day thing and the uh, yep. sugar, the no sugar. Yep. Um, it was killer, you know, so some of the stuff for me was just like, ah, whatever. I wake up at five every day, not a big deal to me, but not having sugar. It's like, I was starting to like shake a little bit after two weeks, you know, (laughs) after a week. Um, but then, you know, after two, three weeks into it, it was just like, great. You know, now it's like the same thing. It's like, it, 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 it was a challenge. It was pushing me beyond my limits for a week or two, but then you just develop the habit. You develop the discipline. Uh, what was the form
0: of sugar that was in your normal diet before you did this?
1: Just a lot of like, I, you know, I'm, I'm real big into like barbecue sauces and just stuff uh, like that. I don't really yeah. eat a bunch of candy, but I like like cookies every once in a while. And, yeah. you know, I, I do like Greek yogurt, which, you know, some of I like the vanilla flavor, like the flavored Greek yogurts, which add a bunch of sugar into it. Right. Um, I was also like all summer, I was drinking those like bang energy drinks. It was like green oh, yeah. and bang. And so I had to cut that out and just go. Those have coffee. a well, those have a ton
0: of chemicals and stuff <laughs> yeah. in them too.
1: Yeah, it's like zero and calories I... and zero, you know, sugar, quote unquote. But you start reading the label and you're like, Yeah, this is a lot of uh, <laughs> stuff I just know is not naturally good for you put in this thing. So some of that stuff it's like I just had to like break those habits and it was tough to do for a week or two, but when you really are doing it and when you have people keeping you accountable And you have like penance like you have actual stakes involved with like punishments um after a few weeks like you're building up discipline and like it's also like it it starts becoming you don't want to let your brothers down you know after two three weeks it's like my recruit class and i were like in it you know it's like it's us against the world you know and not to brag or anything you know i'm not not trying to be too prideful here but november's recruit class division 13 might be the greatest of all time so uh
0: you guys well
1: i was in there and we were apparently beating the veterans and you know it's kind of this extra like yeah let's not only do we need to like finish strong and be really good and like you know we're kind of bonding over a lot of the reading material discussions and biblical discussions but this kind of extra added competitive thing of like we could be the greatest recruit class of all time you know so you really well you guys anyone down and
0: you guys kicked our ass i think two (laughs) separate times there was one challenge For the people that are you know that are just hearing about the legion and not haven't done it there were some inter uh interdivision challenges and the recruits there was a there were a couple challenges where the 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 uh the thing at stake was the least number of violations on your check-ins you know the most adherence to the rules and the recruits kicked our ass at least two times and the the big one was (laughs) When there was 10 days left, uh, there was some kind of a challenge for the last 10 days. And within the first two days, we had already pretty much lost. We would have had to have been like perfect for eight days and you guys would have had to screw up. And not only were the, all the recruits really good, I I don't think you caused anybody to have to do any penance on you. I, just for everybody, because I know you won't brag on yourself for everybody listening. I think Sean was, you were pretty much impeccable on your check-ins and everything.
1: Yeah, I missed one, um, one slip up with the, with yeah, the food, okay. and then uh, oh, okay. when I became a, I became the, is it squad leader? Yeah. The last round, I had one day where I, I slipped up and uh, I forgot to keep track all the way, oh, and okay. I read my scripture, but I forgot to post it. So I still had to kind of own that and be like, you know what? No excuses. Like, I, there's no reason why I shouldn't have posted in the group.
0: You know? Oh, wait a minute. I'm not sure if I, I don't know if I would have known because I wasn't in the recruits. So I wouldn't have known if you, for some reason I just, I, I, I just, maybe I just kind of guessed that you would have had a pretty good record in there.
1: (laughs) I mean, I was pretty good. So I had two, two times I I had to do penance. I'm kind of blanking on what they were. One was because I forgot to post scripture, even though I read it. Um, Right. But, and then another one was something. I messed, I messed up, messed up on food one day. And right. snacked when I shouldn't have, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I'm gonna, be,
0: I'm gonna be in the recruits. I'm division five, and that was kind of the ragtag September of 2020. Division five was where they threw everybody from all over the world that didn't have enough people in their own region. So we were always the, uh, the you know, the rat pack or whatever you want to call it, going back. And a lot of yep. those guys aren't around anymore, but, uh, We'd like to retain more guys that, that would be cool. Um but th- this time around I am I've been asked to help run the recruits with Plane Runner Bear. So I, I don't I don't know what my I'm some kind of a rank in there as a as a squad leader <laughs> or something. Oh, yeah. Um yeah, so I'm, I'm up looking forward to <laughs> Well, I'm just I'm just honored to have been asked and I I want to give you know i want to serve serve people that's that's something i've always noticed about everything that you that you talk about is you you just want to give to others and i would say from what i've observed you are are doing that and i'm very pleased to see you doing that
1: yeah yeah and there's i mean that's a battery that's part of the battery right like when you give you receive and it might not be obvious it might not be immediately but I mean it's fulfilling in the end and if no one sees it or you don't get a like a, a ribbon and an award you know i mean god yeah. will rain down blessings on you you know if you're just doing what's right at all times well that's the, the
0: part of the secret sauce of getting what there is to get and this this is kind of almost like a it's almost like a an, an enigma to talk about it but uh, you don't actually get the benefits if you're looking for personal gain from having done it. So I'm just acknowledging you because you'll never do it yourself.
1: And, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> well, uh, but I appreciate uh... that. Yeah. yeah. Peanut in the chat. Peanut was in was in the best recruiting class with me. Uh, in That's in right. History, and he said I checked in. He made I made squad leader Sean penance. Yeah, so. I had to do uh, penance a lot. <laughs> we we did have quite a lot of penance that I had to join in that wasn't my fault. But uh, right, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Peanuts, a peanuts, a good guy, man. I really enjoyed interacting with yeah. him. I, I look forward to getting to know him better. I'm glad he's I'm glad he's tuned in.
1: Yeah, and I think it's like every recruit class. I mean, I think we originally had like maybe 30, 35 people join, and then at the end it was maybe twenty left, twenty five. We had a few like real big gammas, like right at the beginning, you know, the first five days we were just like, I I mean, my first impression, this is my first impression, you know, I'm like in it and all of a sudden we have like three or four people just being like really gamma, like really just weak beta, you know, and so I'm like, oh gosh, is this just, are we about to just witness people drop like flies and it's going to be like me and two other people left or something? (laughs) yeah but as it went i mean it really it was just like the first five days and then throughout the challenge for you know different reasons we had i think maybe two or three extra fall but those who stayed i mean it was just stay i mean it was dedication it was all of us were in it it was a brotherhood you know we're having these really meaningful discussions about like our required reading and the scripture we're reading and just stuff happening in our life and you know it's thanksgiving there's no 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 yeah November month. So Thanksgiving's happening. Traveling's happening. There's a lot of stuff where people are sharing their testimonies about, you know, their life and their family and all this pandemic involved with holidays and traveling and all this stuff, you know. So it really was just like an awesome little thing to have, you know, just your boys there, keeping you accountable, giving you advice and just like sharing your thoughts and like opening up to them in this private group. So yeah, it was really just needed emotionally and spiritually. And again, I can't recommend it enough for anyone out there. You know,
0: well, that that is one of the I'm glad you I'm glad you hit on that so heavily because that is truly one of the biggest benefits is the. Is the power of of having these incredible conversations with with people who are all committed to furthering ourselves, Um, we're we're all raising each other up, the the conversations that happen, the brotherhood that happens. It's, it's almost, it's almost hard to describe the power of what's happening there.
1: Yeah. And it's awesome that it's like, cause you know, I have Bible studies with people my age and stuff. And I'm in a, I'm in a, I used to, I used to be in a Bible study that was like, I was by far the youngest person in there. Like it was people right. that were you know, much older than you in there, but it's like, you know, it's like, there's, there's something beautiful, like a group of men together and share, you know, sharing thoughts and stuff and giving each other advice and holding each other accountable. But then it was like, actually, this one was kind of uniquely amazing because it was semi-random or I guess semi-anonymous, like Peanut Bear. I don't know his real name. I I don't know what he looks right. like. You know, I don't right. know where he lit. Like there's just so there's like a an, half of it is like anonymous, like Peanut Bear is anonymous and half of it is like extremely personal. Like we've now right. shared and exchanged some really in-depth personal stuff and giving really meaningful advice to each other. So I actually like that it's like kind of anonymous, but also the fact that you're in this private group battling and struggling with each other and doing penance for each other's slip ups, you know, (laughs) giving each other advice, the iron sharpens iron concept, like from afar, like I actually really like that concept. I don't know about more, but just differently than, you know, in real life accountability groups where it's like my friends and people in my church and my Bible study that I know they're like in my life. It was kind of nice to have a little bit of anonymous anonymity
0: to it right well let me let me clarify that for people that are just finding out about it because you you know you choose your own level of anonymity some of us are so well known
1: yeah,
0: that there true. was you know we we can't retroactively go back and become somebody else to do this so it depends on the person but you're right there are there are quite a few that we don't know exactly who they are or if we've met them at a bear meetup we know them that way also which is the case in in my case and it's been really rewarding um civ savage bear came up to me at the midwest bear meetup and introduced himself and we'd already been like close buds for so you know going through several challenges together and he just was so um what he said to me was just it just moved me because he it it showed me that my involvement does like help other guys and and i said the same to him that his his participation had inspired me greatly and his insights had as well so just to have that, that camaraderie and that uh, connection and then to be able to meet them in person and, and further it that way. It's, it's pretty incredible.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That whole, that whole, uh, making the internet real life thing. Well, that's,
0: that's, that's the crazy, you know, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go against what a lot of people say about forums and chat groups and maybe the bears have just transcended this cliche as well there is so much happening good in the in the real world because of something we're doing together on the internet this is not this is not some you know fantasy role play game this is not like sitting around This is not like sitting around just chatting with with people on the internet this this is an idea that gets ignited into action in the real world and we're we're the proof of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> <That's> pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. I think people start thinking of the internet as just this dark, empty, vacated place, where everything's just evil and self-serving, you know. And then you find the right people, and it's couldn't be more polar opposite than that, you know.
0: Well, and it, and again, it, it it owes a lot to the fact that we're all. It's funny because Owen is the center of it. But at the same time, when you're at a bear meetup, you could go hours and you never even hear the, the name Owen. I mean, right, he's, yeah. he's kind of, <laughs> yeah. he's kind of, he's kind of at the middle of it. He's at the middle of it, but it has a life. I think he's just recently starting. I mean, he's been saying this for a long time, but I think it's starting to really sink into him that, it has a momentum that it's it goes beyond i mean him streaming every day is kind of what pulls us all together but it's got a life that that it's already animated beyond something that one guy could yeah. even be in charge of the fact that he doesn't want to be a leader is is what's giving it the space to to be so powerful in my
1: opinion yeah absolutely i mean that's kind of, yeah, that's really well put. It's like the idea that like the best king is the guy that doesn't want to be king. <laughs> right. And it's I almost had some, like this irony know, of like, you know, the people who want to be king are probably the people you don't want to be there. And then the people who are just like, I just want like goodness. I want my family to be good. That's actually the guy you want to be king. You know, that's the guy that you can trust that, you know, is like up to good and not up to no good.
0: Right. How many letters have you written to Owen?
1: Three. Three total, yeah. Well, three in there. Occasionally I'll just write them like, thank you and send him some money. <laughs> right. Like, no letter, you know?
0: Uh, do you find yourself writing letters to him in your head that you never actually write?
1: Yeah, all the, all the time, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like every stream, I'm yeah. like writing a letter that I just don't send, yeah.
0: Exactly. I think <laughs> a lot of us do that. That's why I asked that, because I, I was sure I wasn't the only one.
1: I had an idea.
0: I had an idea about how to frame, you know, because I think of myself as kind of a writer, an idea guy, a marketing guy. I had this way of putting it for a while, and it's kind of escaped me because I didn't write it down. But I had a way of summing up that whole thing about how he's the he's the tent pole, but the tent is is just massively bigger than 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 the center pole. And I, I wish it'll come back to me as as I think about it, but I, I should have yeah. jotted it down because I had it pretty crystallized and I didn't didn't record it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, I guess a good testament to that concept is, like, so my new job is a guy I found on the BearTaria Times app. Yeah. So someone just told him about Owen, was like, oh, these bears, like, they're just, you know, they're Christians, they're conservatives, they're kind of into, like, homesteading and just, you know america like they're just very like good people you know so he signs right. up for BearTaria times app and he's like oh i've run this company you know landscape company and i just want like good people to work for me you know if anyone needs a job hit me up and i'm like right. dope like we're in the same city i'm trying to like become kind of similar like i'm trying to do more hardscape you know but i still need like right. a good person to like learn from to kind of actually so run." so this is company. somebody
0: that uh, sorry, I, I got to get that straight. This is somebody that you yeah. recommended the BT app to, and then he ended up hiring
1: you? No, someone else recommended the, the app to him. And, you know, he posted okay. in Tennessee. So then I find him. I'm just like, I see his post, and I'm just like, hey, like, you're looking for good people to employ. I'm like, you know, I, I have a job. I don't need to, but it sounds like you might be a better option than where I'm at right now. So I hit wow. him up, and I'm working for him now, you know, and things are just, like, going great. And it's just really funny because, like, he is a bear, but he's, like, not a bear. Like, I don't know if he has an official bear name. He's kind of like, what does Owen think about this? You know, he, like, doesn't really even know what (laughs) Owen is. He just kind of knows, like, oh, he's funny. He's, like, a Christian. He's a homesteader. Like, I kind of respect him. But he doesn't listen to the streams, like, at all. Doesn't really know anything about him. But it's just kind of funny that, like, even a guy like that who's, like, Maybe not even officially a bear, you know. It's just like a bear. Like he just has the same yeah. values. He's in the community, you know. He's totally about it. He understands. Right. He gets it. You know. <laughs> he's getting it. Yeah. He I doesn't, think there like, are. It's not like Owen. Yeah. It's not like he's like some Owen worshiper. That's just like, oh, I can't wait to be a part of Owen's community. He's just kind of like, oh, I hear. I hear there's good people here. I'm a good person. We should. <laughs> you know, I should employ you if you're a good person. You know. So it's kind of like even that stuff is like happening. And I've heard other people that's, say similar things, like, you know, people are in the bear yep. community who have no idea what Owen R. like really believes about or thinks about stuff, and they're just like, that's I just like have that. the same values as everyone here. That you're right.
0: There are probably thousands of people like that already, <laughs> and even in the documentary, that guy that's uh, that guy that showed up to help build castles in the. Did you see the first documentary, Victoria uh, documentary? Yeah. He didn't know who Owen was. <laughs> he just went out <laughs> here heard they were going to build castles, <laughs> And he's. I guess he's actually, like, turned out to be one of the ones who stayed. I think he's living on the – maybe he left for the winter. But he ended up – from what I've gathered, he was one of the ones who really ended up – he might have even been, you know, working for Owen up there or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just like this force That's of cool. nature pulling people together that need to be together, you know
0: right well and you got guys like jacob telling you know he's been going around what you're what you're talking about is kind of like choosing your own apprenticeship by you know seeing who's up to stuff that is going to be what you can learn from he went and did that rammed earth stuff i don't know how much you followed of that journey um Mm -hmm. and jacob is like a he's a real thinker man he's not just an author he's he's out there um, he builds these planter boxes. He's got a planter box business during the, the growing season, and he did really well with that. And then he's learning this rammed earth, and I think he's he's scheduled to go um, build some stuff at Ursa Rio in July, last I heard. So he's an example of a guy who's totally expanding his capability and his knowledge by surrounding himself and going and, and putting himself in the physical presence of people who can teach him and, and he can contribute his labor yeah
1: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome.
0: we see that all over the place because I had a background in building I'm really looking forward to being able to continue to share tool skills and uh, safety advice for working working with we talk about safety quite a bit not only in the Legion but because you know, a lot of the guys in there are in you know, pretty heavy trades. It kind of goes with the territory. Yeah. And uh, we were in Woodshop Bear's live stream last night. He was turning a bowl on a lathe. And me and Ryan from Unbearable's Merch and a couple other guys, I'm sorry I'm forgetting, but we got into this whole um, conversation while Woodshop was turning, turning his bowl. He couldn't read the chat, so we were all talking. We just went into this whole talk about safety, um, job safety, <laughs> tool safety, and that's going to be an important aspect going forward too. Cause we're going to be building a lot of stuff. Yep.
1: Are you, uh, I saw that debate the other night. Are you DeWalt Milwaukee? Oh, um, Oh yeah. That was another, that was a, that was a, which, different which gang night. are you a part of? On the, uh... I,
0: I'm one of these Ryobi well, or uh, I'm, no, no Ryobi is good for, um, you can buy it, and then it'll last till the end of the shift the same day you buy it. So you just put it That
1: yeah, looks that's cool. That's, that's the... uh,
0: no, I actually have a lot of Milwaukee and a lot of DeWalt, and it kind of comes down to the, the actual tool. Uh, so I won't go into a lot. Of, we should actually have some streams just about that because... Yeah, uh, I'm down. I'm down. Crafty,
1: yeah.
0: crafty Cops Woodworks was adamant about dewalt kicking ass these days and there are certain the things that he uses of dewalt i can agree with what he's saying my son sean just bought an, a new 20 uh, 20 volt dewalt of the X, I think things called xr or xl dewalt is getting better at being really compact uh powerful and compact so they're a little lighter and easier to handle they're a little more like a sports car compared to milwaukee but for overall power and longevity i think they all last a very long time battery life is a little better in the Milwaukee's from what I from what I can tell but nowadays everybody's got so many batteries it doesn't really you just keep you know keep plenty of them around oh I do have one tip I've been buying my batteries used on on eBay and they're about 30 cents on the dollar or maybe 25 cents on the dollar and I've bought probably at least a dozen and I've only had one transaction go bad. I had to send four back to one seller and he gave me my money back He paid the return shipping and everything. So I think the use batteries on ebay If you find the reputable sellers, I think they're a great tip for the i've been doing that for the milwaukees. all the waltz I had all new batteries Overall, I still like the milwaukees Better for the bigger stuff the impact all the mechanic tools. I pretty much use all milwaukee
1: yeah, uh, yeah I kind of go yeah. by because i'm so new to like actual work (laughs) that i don't know you know my dad was a carpenter and he i think he always used milwaukee he was kind of the guy who just would just use whatever so i don't think he was too specific but the people i've worked with in the past two years in the different trades it's funny like hearing their opinions i'm like everyone seems to be like one they're like i am a dodge ram guy i only trust (laughs) and then the next guy's like Dude, dodge rams suck their transmissions always give out just get a toyota you know it's like Everyone yeah. has their funny little gangs they're associated with, but the one that I seem that the one that I've heard of that I never would have thought of, and now I see everywhere is Cobalt. In Tennessee, well, everyone loves yeah. Cobalt, and yeah, like, it, 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 it just stands yeah. out because it's blue, you know. And everything else is. I mean, I guess they all kind of have their own like bright colors, but Makita and Cobalt. But even they, they seem like like the smaller brands, but people in Tennessee just really. Are hard-headed about them for some reason I really love them well makita was so the first
0: ones that we were i mean i've been in construction since 1974 but i didn't seriously get on a job site because i was just a wheelbarrow guy when i was a teenager but uh, the first serious job sites i got on in the early 80s makita already had cordless makita was the first to really like take over the market with cordless and you would you would just, you'd get about an hour out of a battery. So it was it was kind of a joke <laughs> in the early days. But
1: Makita yeah, tools are awesome. But this sucks right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cobalt, Cobalt, I love that there's something about Cobalt spends, you know, that's the Lowe's store brand. Um, oh, they spend yeah. a They spend a lot of money on research and development. Their tools seem to have better ergonomics than almost any other brand, including Husky, which is the... the equivalent at the home depot brand they're both they're they're all very durable everybody's making this stuff out of really good steel now because they can't afford to have the returns and the bad reputation of having things break so they're using pretty good steel these days and and just good materials something about the cobalt stuff it just feels better in your hand it it just works great i'm a big fan of cobalt for their non-power tools and, and i would imagine that their power tools are probably good too
1: yeah, Christopher Shada in the chat says old Ryobi is good. The red and gray color scheme, huh? Have they okay, dropped well, off? They they just they they shipped out to China apparently. <laughs> they became so, cheap on purpose apparently.
0: The last time I bought a new Ryobi was probably 2006, and it was a grinder, and it didn't make it to the end of the day. And I had a, and I had a belt sander that yeah. died very prematurely as well so those were the only two ryobi power tools i had and those were like probably 15 years ago so they they could have gotten better but i've heard from guys that they kind of just are second tier below the ones we've been talking
1: about yeah that's what i've heard i that, i literally what you're saying is like i've heard it as like a punchline almost is like why yeah. would you buy that <laughs> right. it's like at the same price and horrible well, peanut if you bear, buy their uh, peanut bear if says you buy their, that... go ahead no you're, no, you're
0: good uh, if, if you just buy their drill bit sets, their, their, their steel, the metal in their drill bits, you just have to go, even if you go buy their drill bits, their drill bits last about half as long as everybody else's.
1: Really? Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Profit over qual- quantity.
0: Uh, so you were about to say somebody in the chat said something?
1: Yeah, Peanut said he was at the Midwest Bear Fest, and he wishes that he knew you then.
0: Oh man, yeah, I'd love to have met him.
1: Are you going to be going next year?
0: Uh, I'd like to. I'd, yeah, yeah. I, my bigger my bigger goal is to get to Ursa Real. I'd really like to get there when Jacob Telling is there, because I there's there have been he hasn't been saying too much, but there are hints that he might be trying to organize a crew to build a rammed earth cabin. So I would really like to be in on that if I can get up there. So if I have if I have to choose my vacations, I went on basically three pretty big trips to go to bear meetups i'm nowhere close to copper as far as overall miles but copper bear but <laughs>
1: yeah
0: um, but uh, this next year might be even a little busier because we're getting ready to possibly buy the the next building next to the one that i just got this year so we're, my sons and i are working out a deal to try to own more shop space in albuquerque so we, we just had a meeting about that today so 2022 is going to be really busy regardless of how but i try to make time to go on the trips i think if if i had to choose between the two i'm probably going to end up at surreal instead of the midwest bear meetup
1: yeah i don't think many would blame you for that uh, <laughs> all about Lincoln.
0: <laughs> just while we're on the topic lincoln and hope that put on that that event were so incredible in person i'm sure Peanut will attest to this. I, did, I hardly got a chance to talk to Hope, but I did end up having to interact with Lincoln a lot because I was doing the sound and I was um, volunteering to help with other stuff when I wasn't doing stuff with the sound. So Lincoln is like a natural leader. He's just really funny. He's he's self-deprecating, but in a, in a really fun hmm. way. I just I just love that guy. There were so many great people just like selflessly supporting the event. It was, it was crazy.
1: Yeah. I'm mad. I missed it. I had, I I could have gone, I didn't go and I'm mad. I missed it. So did you hear
0: about my, uh, my sec, my misstep in trying to get over there? I had, I lost about a day and a half. I had a transmission go out in the, in the first vehicle I was driving. Oh wow! I was supposed to be there Friday morning and I had it timed where I was going to be able to get there on time and I started out on Wednesday morning and I got to the Oklahoma Texas line and my transmission and my Tahoe started going out. I had never tried it on a long trip before and I had to turn around and limp it back to Albuquerque. It was really a miracle that it made it back. (laughs) So I had to switch vehicles but once I had lost a whole day I had to like sleep again so I could drive another 20 20 hours straight to get there. I actually didn't get there till 5 o'clock on Saturday because of So I missed the first day and a half and I was supposed to be providing the sound. So I had a bunch of pissed off band members, you know, I show up, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but (laughs) I won't mention any names, but
1: uh, like rightfully so I'm sorry guys, but just wasn't meant to be
0: (laughs) well. And, and Rhino, well, it was, it was, it was funny because where the stage was set up was up by the barn and where Rhino had the fireworks set up was, literally a quarter of a mile away down the field. And I get there and I start setting up the PA for the bands because they wanted to put on put on a show. And then all of a sudden somebody, because the fireworks were supposed to be on Sunday and somebody moved it to Saturday and I didn't know that. So I'm setting up the PA and somebody says, well, AJ wants you to come down and talk to him about setting up the PA down there. And I'm like, well, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> So I had to tell the band, uh, you guys are going to have to just play like 30 minutes because they want me to tear this down and take it all the way down there. And I would have had to enlist a bunch of help with people to get get all that stuff down there. And we didn't know if there was a generator that would run the PA down there. And I finally went down and talked to AJ and convinced him that me having the sound system up on the hill was going to be loud enough. And it it really it really did fine. Yeah, but it you know it was just one of those deals where. There was just no way to make everybody happy. And I was just having to yeah. roll with it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Can't be perfect all the time, you know?
0: <laughs> Camera, Camera Bear was the one that negotiated with AJ. He, he kind of like, I think AJ was really trying to work me hard. And then <laughs> Camera was like, dude, it's going to be fine. <laughs> so he's another, his family's, I've been at two bear meetups with him because he was at the July 4th one. At AJ Rhinos, which we were also at.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. A cast of legends, yeah. yeah Camera I'm... Bear
0: traveled over twenty thousand miles. I think I only did about eight thousand miles total, or eighty five hundred. But Camera Bear more than doubled. I think I'm. <laughs> I think I'm number two for twenty. I, her mileage might have gone into twenty twenty one a little bit, 20, 2020 a little bit. Anyway, she did twenty over twenty thousand miles. Easily, and she said she's not going to do that again. But yeah, she's she's forever in the books for that one. <laughs>
1: yeah. Everywhere you everywhere you look,
0: she and she actually uh, came here to to ours. And uh, while well, I've got some people listening, I always want to extend this invitation. Anybody who's coming through Albuquerque is welcome to stay. We call our our version Breaking Bad Bertaria Bed and Breakfast. <laughs> That's awesome, and we have. We have uh two really nice bedrooms. We have a we have a big house, we have two extra bedrooms, two really nice beds, uh we feed everybody. We've had quite a few people stay and uh we try to make everybody feel welcome and it's and Kalena is a bear. She's my you know, I haven't married her yet, but she's my I've been with her for sixteen years and uh she's actually been verified by Owen as elusive bear and she doesn't listen to Streams. She likes Owen, but she's also another one that doesn't listen very much. But she's always asking me, when are more bears coming? Because she just loves it when, when they come.
1: Yeah, well, we'll have to make it out there. <laughs> yeah. I will for sure make yeah. it out there. Since I'm not going to be flying anytime soon and I have family right. in California, I will probably be driving through. <laughs>
0: Who all do you still have in California?
1: Uh, most, almost all my family, like 80% of my family is out there
0: which is which is how many siblings
1: two siblings um seven cousins six cousins yeah nieces and nephews and then five aunts five aunts and uncles pairs of aunts and uncles
0: and what's your what's your status about finding a wife do people ask you this
1: (laughs) yeah I have my potential one is in the chat right now uh, girlfriend in the chat right now
0: oh so, wow is that if all things is that
1: work out is that known
0: is that known by some people and not me or what am I just out of the
1: loop yeah that I mean she's usually in my chats lurking and oh clicking. cool <laughs> she well, listens to most, mostly all my streams and stuff yeah that's yeah that's the awesome. plan is to I'm be married this you. year so we're we're just cool. taking things a little slower but uh, when we the plan is to like get everything in, in order so that when we're married we can get on with uh having like at least six if not eight or ten kids <laughs> that's awesome so just you know making sure everything's aligned in order and our both of our lives are kind of where they need to be before the craziness of an engagement and a wedding and having a bunch of kids so
0: yeah that's great
1: <laughs>
0: how does how does she like having a legion man
1: she kind of rolled her eyes and didn't like it at first. And I think she kind of rolled her eyes last night when I said I'm doing the January challenge, but, uh, you know, the results are, you know, you can just see them, feel them spiritually and see them. I lost 15 pounds, but it doesn't look like it. So hopefully this time I can lose another 15 pounds in January and make it actually look like I lost weight. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, you just, you just
0: converted, you just converted it from one thing to another. Yeah. I lost, I lost, I've lost 20 since the first challenge and most of it was in the first, first challenge, but I, you know, I lost 20 and kept it off or my, I might've lost 15 or 18 the first go around, but yeah, I'm in better shape than I've, than I've been in many years. <laughs>
1: awesome. I've got
0: a, I've got a challenge that I've given myself to do. I'm not going to say the number of pushups, but I'm going to try to get a badge people. I'm I'm going to leave a, a teaser in here so that people join the legion to find out on the first oh, yeah. day for the recruits i'm going to earn a badge for push-ups and i think you might know what the badge is but i won't yeah. say the number but i've been training for it and i'm confident i'm going to be able to hit the mark and that i mean every single day is a personal best for me for push-ups as i'm gearing up for this so
1: that's awesome yeah yeah i'm, I'm still not quite into... a ways away from being able to <laughs> <laughs> accomplish that. I well, and I don't.
0: There are some other badges. I forget. I think there's one for squats. I, there are several. Um, squats. I'm bulky, not in. The, and there's a
1: fasting one. And I don't know. Oh yeah. Is it four days or five days?
0: Oh, I don't know. I I know it's some just, guys have done ten too, but yeah. I haven't done the long fasts. So that's that's something I'm going to have to take on next year.
1: Yeah, I can barely do the day fast as it is. So I don't know if I could. <laughs> That's my big demon is the gluttony, the gluttony sin, and the, you know just the fighting off temptation of the food. Um, I pretty much battled all my other demons pretty well, you know. So I think that's right. the one that Satan has a little bit of a foothold still and attacks me there specifically. But uh, that's I don't another have thing trouble is, with the.
0: That's weird. I don't for some reason I don't have trouble with the sugar thing, even though I do. I do eat like you know cinnamon rolls sometimes when I'm not in the challenge. Sometimes, you know, I don't, I don't really like Cokes or anything like that, but I do like, like baked goods that have sugar. So, yeah, but if for some reason, when I'm in the challenge, I just get in this mindset. And for those that, that are just getting information here that aren't in the, in the Legion, the, the rule says no added sugars. So if you, if you have like a, a certain kind of preserves where all of the sucrose in the say the you know strawberry preserves if it's naturally made and they're naturally occurring sugars then that wouldn't that wouldn't go against your you'd be allowed to eat that but I I take it one step further I kind of don't really indulge in any of the. I don't like have a bunch of honey because honey would be considered a natural sugar as well for some reason I just kind of like reset my palate to not have sweet stuff during the challenges and then when I Come off a challenge, and I'll have like some ice cream or something. It's it almost blows your mind because you you yeah. conditioned yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: and that was the same thing as like I've I've kind of cut sodas out for the past two years, and so I had a yeah. a, a Coke on on the, our cheat day. We had one cheat day on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I had a, a Coke, just like a regular Coke, and it was just like insane. It was just like right. whoa. <laughs> yeah. It just tastes like you're drinking sugar, you know. Uh, exactly yeah. it's just like yeah so when you've kind of like tuned that poison out <laughs> even just a little taste of it can really seem extreme but it's tough to get there it's tough to like break yourself out of that habit and
0: yeah, similar yeah. to the similar to the no jacket thing i also have an experiment that i did and this goes back probably 10 years but um, i used to get inflammation like really bad pain in my right knee that was the knee that i used to kneel down on when I did anything I had to do down low, like with, you know, cabinet doors or anything like that, anything down low, I would kneel only on my right knee and stabilize with my left staying straight. Um, Or that the the right knee was the one I put on the ground, let's say it that way. Uh, So that's the one that took all the abuse and I was in a pretty bad ice cream habit. I I haven't drank alcohol in eight and a half years. And like a lot of alcoholics, my body still craves sugar. So I kind of switched over to just ice cream uh, for the sugar. And I started getting this really bad knee pain. And some friends of mine said, you got to cut out sugar because that's inflammation. And every time I would go off the ice cream, the knee pain would go away. It was a, a purely, it was a very observable cause and effect
1: thing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) i think that diet stuff is so much more than we are led to believe or want to believe right you know that people who talk about like when they change their diet their cancer went away and you know like all that like their inflammation goes away if they switch to keto or they switch to carnivore or they switch to vegetarian like people who switch their diets into whatever it is you know it seems to drastically change their state of being and mental health and you know just everything about their life seems to radically change and I mean that makes sense if that is where we're getting our energy from, or at least most of it is whatever we're putting into our body. Seems important. Right. It's true. <laughs> I mean, it seems Are like you it's familiar? Neglecting, yeah. Have you heard
0: um, Kalena's story about diabetes? No. Okay, I'll try to make it real brief. She was diagnosed. She probably had diabetes, adult onset. That she, you know, she's in her early sixties, like I am, or she, I, yeah. But uh, we're about the same age. At the beginning of COVID, um, she started noticing. Well, she was losing feeling in her feet, and so she went to an emergency room because her toes started turning black, which is kind of like a, a middle stage diabetes symptom. But she had she really didn't go to doctors very much, so she had never been diagnosed. And right when COVID started, she got diagnosed with adult onset diabetes, and they immediately wanted to put her on all the you know, they basically kind of wanted to check her into the hospital, yeah. and she started she's very she's highly intelligent and she loves to research things and she also has really good discipline she started reading about alternatives to insulin and she decided uh right away she wasn't going to go on the pharmaceutical drugs yeah and she some a friend of hers gave her the test strips for diabetes they did give her a a a prescription to get the test strips where you poke your finger she's not on any of those fancy monitors and within two days she had her numbers down in the normal range and so now we're 20 months later 21 you know almost 20 yeah, you know, 21 months later and she's completely kept her diabetes in check with no pharmaceutical drugs uh there were i'm trying to make this a short story there there were eye complications and she seems to have turned those around uh and the latest thing was she got on celery juice after the eye so we do fresh celery juice, and we try to use organic celery. And I started just drinking the juice because I was you know, helping make it every day. And I started feeling better. I don't have diabetes problems, but uh, I have posted about this. And some people get really mad at me saying you can't, you can't tell people not to have insulin. So it's, a, it's definitely an area where you have to tread lightly and, and make sure people yeah. know what they're getting into. But she's a success story. She did it completely herself it took extreme discipline on her part. Um, so that's the, that's the shortest version I can make of that, but that's another blessing (laughs) of, that's another blessing of COVID because she got delayed. One of the reasons she was able to delay, you know, getting so much, uh, input from the medical community is because nobody was taking appointments right after the lockdown started. She, they would try to tell her to do, you know, um, online interviews and she wouldn't do online appointments she's like well if you're not going to see me as a person you're not doing anything
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah if i'm just a number on a screen to you yeah i'm not yeah i'm not I'm but profit in your <laughs> probably just a number in your bank account
0: right when she finally did get in to see a couple doctors you know she had turned her numbers around so miraculously and yet they would still say well but you're going to need to go on the insulin and she'd say, why my numbers are in the normal. You guys are the ones that make up the numbers and they're in the normal. I, sh- she would ask them, you see my numbers, they are in the normal range. Correct. And they would have to admit, yeah, no, you're, you're fine. You're like a normal person, but you're going to, this isn't going to last. They'll tell her this is, a- <laughs> they just <laughs> still try to scare her right. into going on the drugs.
1: Yeah. That fear it's like they're probably their best tactic their best weapon to use in that battle (laughs) just scare you into taking their drugs instead of doing what's right she was doing what right she was she
0: so this whole narrative that's gone on for the last 20 months she was completely immune to the, the fear she you know she's obviously not vaxxed she's back visiting her family in Pennsylvania and there have been a couple relatives that refused to see her, but she's okay with it. You know, she's putting it in the hands of God and, uh, she's actually, I think she's a shining light for her family.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Now. And in the future, I think there's going to be a lot of looking back and going like, man, how'd you see that? How'd you know that? Like, how'd you, where did that strength come from to stand strong with all that fear and anger coming your way?
0: Yeah, it's already, well, we're seeing, I think I, every week I see more and more people who previously had believed in what the narrative was saying, who are, are just, they're finally, their logic is not, their, their cognitive ability is not letting them buy it anymore. They're finally yeah. seeing that it's just, it's gone on too long. It's too, it's too much tripling down quadrupling down yeah
1: (laughs) yeah the goalposts can only be moved so much before people start questioning and thinking
0: the goalposts are a couple miles away from the stadium yeah
1: yeah yeah we have peanut bear says it's a hundred hour fast so four days four hours awesome challenge did he Um, do it no someone I'm blanking on who. Marshall, one of the people in our group did like, completed like seven of them. <laughs> he did the fast at the very end. I think he did the push-up one twice, the squat one, the burpee one twice. I'm blanking wow. on who it was because he was crushing so hard. It makes me kind of embarrassed. But D13, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bible reading bear in the chat says, hello, Joe. Um, oh, Sheila, it's hi, good Sheila. to see you. She yeah, says, no. um, I fell off the no sugar... Or, I'm sorry, she Uh says, "Um, I was paleo, then changed to vegan for two years. I stopped the vegan once I read in the Bible you are supposed to eat meat. Now I'm trying IF and no sugar. And she says, um, I'm missing it. She said, um, sugar is horrible for my RA. I'm assuming that's rheumatoid arthritis.
0: That's, well, that's, yeah, that's tied to that inflammation thing I was talking about. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, shout out Christopher Shada in the chat, my girlfriends in the chat. <laughs> um, Bible Reading Bear, thank you guys, up Bear, everyone for showing up. Um, before we end, do you wanna just one more time kind of tell everyone what's just again, like what is Legion of Bears, what are like the rules, requirements, what's the first month like for the new recruits, and then um, how do they Let me see join? Yeah. how do they join it? How do they Great.
0: Yeah. Okay that's you have to read scripture every day. Uh, lately, it's been two chapters a day. It's changed over time, but lately it's been two chapters a day. There's a daily workout routine that changes. There's like every day of the week, there's a little bit of a different routine. You have to get up and check in at 5, and you have to have your workout video posted by 6 a.m. Uh, there's no squirt, so there's no, nothing but sex for procreation is, yeah. the, is the way to sum that up. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. There is... Yeah and um, and the dietary stuff we talked about one meal a day and the no added sugar Um, we also have an inquiry that we're into and I haven't participated at the level that I would like to which is we usually have a worksheet that we work on or an inquiry there's usually um, required reading and we discuss what we're learning from either the worksheets that we're working on or the reading or both so there's an inquiry that's specific to each 30-day challenge that is intended to further who we are going to be in the world to create a future that that gets us back to to a biblical moral way that we think God would like us to live and so that, did I miss anything on the on the Legion rules
1: um, no well there I guess you have to watch the Paul washer three-part series which is amazing right
0: that's it yeah i even if you're not doing this challenge
1: uh definitely the biblical manhood series three-part by paul washer and then there's a required reading which i think changes but for us it was this awesome book called uh the doctrines of the lesser magistrates and you're just going to talk about that in your in your recruit class and then yeah i think we kind of summed everything up one meal a day no sugar um a workout every day. It changes. So there's like three workout plans, and then kind of a rest day, a Sabbath day,
0: right? And well, and a lot of guys actually are on their own workout that goes above and beyond. So I just yeah. thought I mention that. Yep. Yeah. How you how you join? We have a two-stage uh, sort of a screening process. You have to read the original rules, and then if you're good with all that, we've got a second phase where we basically send you an invite on telegram so it's real easy get a hold of me on instagram joe.gagan plane runner which on instagram is spelled like the airplane p-l-a-n-e underscore runner and then he's got runner is spelled normally but it's got two r's at the end or there might not be any e at the end but just get a hold of me on i'm easy to find on instagram yep. and uh, either me or plane runner can can get you the correct documents and We'd love to have anybody join because it,
1: it's it's just great. Yeah, then anyone out there that's like familiar with me and not the Bears or any of these guys, um, just reach out to me and I'll put you in contact with the right people. Yeah, uh, you don't
0: have to do it through Instagram, but, but that's where people a lot of people find me in Plane Runner. But yes, you can get a hold of Sean; he knows how to find us and uh, get to any one of us, and we'll get you the correct uh, forms and. registration documents
1: and there's no penalty there's no sign up fee it's just you join and if you can hang you hang if not you get memed uh (laughs) pretty brutally you'll get made fun of and mocked but you can you know just see yourself out as well or what i did was originally i joined and had to back out you know for my own again it was kind of just bad excuses on my part now in retrospect but you know four four challenges later I'm, I'm joining back in and completing it successfully so if you're seeing this like late like if you're watching this like three months from now on my replay feed um you can right. always join like there's going to be a next month um and if That's you right. can't handle this month maybe you know just kind of practice or mentally prepare for the next challenge you can always join the next one but yeah january yeah. 1st which is saturday will be uh <laughs> right, this next saturday. challenge so so get in and, if you, are well, and, and if, you, if you are one who's passed the recruit challenge, sign up for the veteran one. Yeah. <laughs> sign up for the veteran well, challenge and, and uh, be with me and Joe in that one.
0: Yeah, and if you do complete the 30 days, you get your $1,000 deposit back. If you leave early. We...
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, you forgot now, there to mention is... the trophy that the winner gets <laughs> at the end. <laughs> the participation trophy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no there's no there's no fee there's never a fee involved uh but really the the reward is is it's hard to describe all of the benefits the reward is is all yours and it's between you and god and your family will appreciate it uh your family will see the difference every this is something i've seen guys say over and over and over again is my family didn't like the idea of me joining the challenge now they're really glad i did it because they see a difference in me in my leadership, in my, in my, uh, time I spend with my family, my, my being present with my children, my being a leader for my wife, being president, present with my wife, all those things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, yeah, also, I just dropped a blog about my experience and about how to join and what the challenge is. So JonathanCorey.blogspot.com. You can find the links on all my pages to that again, like if you, if you kind of missed her, Want an easy easy way? I put who to contact at the end of that blog um, on Instagram and on Telegram. Yeah, so yeah, get in. Stop making excuses and join the legion. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Well, it's I'm really I'm really glad you joined, Sean, because you did make it even that much more rewarding. And I was yeah. really glad you were in there. I appreciate you having me on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. you and Thanks I could for coming, you all. and
0: I could talk for. We could talk for days. Yeah, that's great.
1: Yeah, I'll have to have you back because yeah, I, there's like so many things I want to talk about that we can't fit into this stream. So you're definitely going to have to be back on my stream next year.
0: Okay, let's put. I, I don't like to live in the past or dwell in the past. Uh, we talked about that a little bit earlier, but there is a there is a topic that I think um, you and I would really have a good time with, which is. Um, because I lived through the brainwashing that so many of my boomer uh, cohorts haven't, haven't been able to, to shake themselves loose from, I've really been wanting to talk about how I got to the point where I could, I could break those spells. Cause the, the brainwash was really strong and I'm a, I am a textbook example. I mean, you name any boomer cliche and I was, I was. <laughs>
1: oh, oh so gosh, let's yeah.
0: put that, make a, make, if you, you know, I'm making a mental note, but just let's, let's make a goal to just have a little stream about that where we kind of like bridge the, bridge the generations and talk about what, what it was like for a boomer and how I actually uh, was able to, to finally, I mean, I was a skeptic and a Uh, government, uh, I, I started really seeing problems with the logic of the narrative even in my twenties, but it, it took a long time to completely dismantle it. Yeah. So that's what, that's what I want to talk about.
1: Yeah, for sure. Okay. Boomer. We will talk. We will. (laughs) (laughs) We will. We will definitely. (laughs) Okay. Boomer. I got that written down. Uh... (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah yeah i'm sure we could have the three hour long live stream <laughs> and still yeah. have more to talk about after so yeah next year for sure i'll be coming back on the stream let's do it um but yeah for tonight yeah my final question always for everyone that comes to my stream is did you have a fun time tonight
0: i had a blast it was <laughs> it exceeded all my expectations seriously awesome. it was fun
1: love yeah. that yeah thank you again for coming on and again everyone join the legion if you can it, that's uh, right definitely you'll definitely see some benefits coming from it